What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to a brand new episode of the Blade Podcast, the podcast about film production, post production, and marketing. My name is Lungile, and welcome to a brand new episode. In this episode, I'm going to be talking about the uh, screenwriting competitions, filmmaking competitions, and the Netflix short film, the Netflix UNESCO short film competition. Okay, cool. Let's get into it. Okay. Hope you guys are good. Uh, I'm good also. So, um, I, so I wanted to talk about the Netflix UNESCO short film competition. So I entered it, obviously, like I'm an indie filmmaker. I work and I run my own company. I also do gigs for different clients. And I'm also trying to make more movies and TV shows and stuff. So what I, I, when I discovered this Netflix, I keep reading it because it's so hard to pronounce, UNESCO short film competition. I was excited, dude. Like Netflix wants writers and directors. Oh, sorry about that. Netflix wants writers and directors from the southern uh, most parts of Africa to submit short film ideas that are reimagined folk tales. You know, it's really exciting, you know? And I was like, wow, I want to do this. Like, I, I would kill to, to, to get a chance to, 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 to work with Netflix, you know? Um, you're going to get paid a lot of money and they'll give you a decent budget. I think it's around half a million or a million rand when I... When you, you know, when you calculate how much it is, because they write the, the, the production budget for your short film if you get selected in dollars. So they're like, you're going to submit, then they'll have 20 participants. And then uh, from there, they will have you guys pitch. And then after pitching, they're going to pick six out of you and you're all going to produce short films that talk about African folk tales. Uh, and then they're going to premiere probably sometime next year. So when I read about it, I was like, oh, my God, I got to do this. Like, uh, I came up with, I already had an idea, a germ of an idea, uh, about a folktale reimagined, and then it gave me the chance to come up with the idea and send it in. And I was glad that I sent it in. And, but after uh, applying, I was like, I was thinking about, you know, as filmmakers, there's so many competitions. It's indie film, music video competitions, um, filmmaking competitions, short films, screenwriting competitions, and there's so many. And when you're an indie filmmaker, like, you apply to so much of them. And some of them are free, some of them are paid, and, you know, it's really hectic. And the competition is really tough because, like, I feel like they, they, they get, like, so many applications. And, I mean, the chances of being discovered, there is, you know, getting a break that way is there, but it's so slim you know because you don't know who's choosing and you don't know what their criteria is going to be sometimes they put it out there on their websites but it's just like it's a hail mary you don't even know what's going to happen you know um and and some of them are good i mean a lot of people get discovered through these competitions and they win and they get recognition and things like that but i also thought about like how many of them are a little not shady, but like they seem a little exploitative, you know, because as an indie filmmaker, you're struggling and now you have to submit to all these competitions. You have to pay always pay an interest fee, it's $50 or 500 or whatever that is. And like the, these amounts really add up like they, they're not like it's not like nothing like it really does add up. 
Um, and if you're still hustling and struggling, sometimes you don't even have money to pay for entrance fee, you know? Um, and it's, sometimes it's weird, man. Like there was another one that was like a Netflix one that was happening beginning of this year. I think it was like a TV show development lab thing. And they, the crazy part about it is like they were going to pick six writers from all of Africa to develop TV shows. Uh, and to be able to pitch a Netflix. And I also applied. Like, I was like, yo, man, I came up with a TV show. I sent it in, paid that 500 bucks. But, yo, obviously I didn't get in. Um, but I just thought, like, oh, my God, like, out of Africa has 54 countries. Like, can you imagine if, like, 10 people from each country applied and they paid Lama 500 you know, and it's probably even more like how much money that is. Like, it's like you could literally take that money and produce a TV show from how many people submit. You know, I don't know if it's like if it's let's say it's 600 people submit and they all pay 500. I don't know what the math is, but that's a lot of money. I mean, maybe not to produce a show, but it's, it's a little significant, a little significant. And I'm thinking, dude, like they know these people are broke, but they want them to pay 500 bucks and I'm thinking maybe it's because of the admin they want to cover the admin costs and the cost of sorting the things out but like I just felt a little weirded out about it I mean hey look look I'm not a I guess I'm a hypocrite also I applied shit if I got in I probably wouldn't talk about it but like I would be like ah it's the best competition ever but like but I don't know when I think about it it's like yeah, it's it's a little unfortunate, but I guess maybe they're trying to cover their admin costs. But it's like it's really really weird. Um, it would be great if they're free. And also, I I just think about like there's so many people applying. So like competition is so hectic, and this always it's like a position that indie filmmakers and artists are always found in. Like they always have to apply for something, and it's like we're always begging to be chosen, to be discovered, so we could get our breakthrough. And it's a, it's a little shitty for, as an indie filmmaker, you know? But, I mean, I guess that's how it is. But I think, like, in an ideal world, it would be so dope if we created our own content and then those, like, broadcasters and VOD platforms came to you and said, we love your content, we want you to produce a show, or we want to take your show as it is, and put it on that thing, you know? I feel like something like that, it gives the artist more power, you know? Like, when I look at artists like um, like channels like OMF Films or the Matt G Podcast, and how, like, they make their own content and, like, brands come to them. You know, the, the leverage is back to them. They're not out there knocking on people's doors. I mean, if they are, I guess, I don't know. But, like, I feel like they're in a better position to leverage and make money from their art, you know, like it's just a better position versus knocking on the gate, trying to get the gatekeepers to give you a pass, to acknowledge you, to, to give you your chance. But if you created your own content, like it would be so much better. And you could probably get to the point where you sell directly to your audience. You know, you have Patreon or you have a membership where we even sell exclusive content to, 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 to your subscribers and it pays your bills, you know, 
people would always talk about like you only need a thousand true fans. I mean, imagine like if ten, one thousand people send you ten ten bucks, ten rand to support you, and then you're able to support yourself for your for for your business and to put out more content, or even fifty bucks. I mean, it like it balloons, and you get that every month, like. And you also dedicate yourself to producing content for your audience and your community. I mean, you'll be independent. You can live off that, you know. So, I don't know. I think there's a lot of power in that, like have building a community, building a fan base, and building something from scratch, um, so that you know we're not always begging and trying to get into all these competitions, you know, begging to be chosen, begging. Uh, gatekeepers to give us a chance instead of giving the same people the opportunities you know i don't know man i feel like it's a better way of being and doing that it's also one of the reasons why i also produce my own content because i want to build an audience and be able to monetize it so i can sell directly to them i don't have to say oh i have to go sell this to multi-choice i have to go sell this to netflix so i can make money um but obviously it's not easy and also, I mean, you also have to start. And I know you're probably thinking, ah, but I don't have equipment and all these things. I understand that, but um, you have to start somewhere. You know, you can start with your phone. You can start with borrowing your friend's camera or work with your friends. But if you build your own network, your old community, your own group of fans, you can literally monetize them and do what you love for the rest of your life. It won't be easy, but you'll, you'll be doing life in your own terms, you know. Um, but, yeah, just something to think about. Um, so, yeah, that's what I think about these competitions. I mean, they are great, but sometimes it's like, God, there's so many people applying. Like, are you really even going to get in? And also, like, paying those huge amounts for these competitions, it's like, it adds up, bruh. It really, really adds up. Um, Anyway, another way of looking at it is like I also look at them in like in in the sense of like I'll apply to them, but I'm I, after I apply I forget about it, and then it's just a way for me to give me new deadlines to come up with new projects. So like let's say I, I apply right, and I don't get it, but now I know I've got a concept for a TV show that I've developed. Like I use those things as my deadlines, and that I can use it to develop more shows. Um, more ideas and not just have one short film idea or one TV show idea. So it's like my library of ideas is building and I'm always adding on to it. So maybe that's, that's also a nice way of looking at it. Just look at them as you're applying, but you're not really applying to win. If you win, yeah, great, but you're applying so that you develop, you have someone to help you push you, help push you to develop ideas so that you can have a lot of ideas that you have in your back pockets and in your library. Um, yeah. Anyway, I hope you guys like this podcast. Um, if you have questions, suggestions, or you want to tell me about the competitions that I should know about, or let me know what, com- what you think about them. When you're watching this on YouTube, hit the like button, hit the subscribe button, and hit the bell button so you can be notified every time I drop a new video. And let me know what you guys think. And if you're listening to this on a podcast, please head over to iTunes and rate us. Follow us, um, or if you're listening to Spotify, hit that notification button um, so that you can uh, be notified every time we drop a new episode. 
Um, also rate us on iTunes uh, so that we can be discovered more. We'd really appreciate that, and that would really, really help us. Okay, my name, my name is Lungile, and this is The Blade Podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this. I'll see you guys in the next episode. Peace. Peace.